Another year brings new and old faces together for the common goal of striving for academic and athletic excellence. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 in conjunction with Hawaii Pacific University proudly presents Sharks Weekly, a deep dive into HPU athletics and who are this week's standout performers? Which program is making a splash in the classroom, community, and on the field? What are the upcoming schedules? All these questions answered and more coming live from the HPU Esports Arena, powered by DSC Hawaii on the Hawaii Pacific University campus at Aloha Tower Marketplace. Here's your host, Hawaii Pacific University's Vice President and Chief Marketing Communications Officer, Jeffrey Rich. Aloha, Sharks Nation. It's Thursday morning and we are broadcasting live again from Aloha Tower Marketplace on the beautiful campus of Hawaii Pacific University. As we do every Thursday morning, we are in the HPU Esports Arena, of course, powered by DSE Hawaii. I am your host, Jeff Rich, and alongside me, as always, is our in-studio producer, Mr. Paul Brecht. Um, we're talking golf today. We've got some special guests in studio. Uh, but hey, you know, before we get to uh, golf, um, Paul, how was, uh, how was your weekend? It was kind of a big weekend. Uh, yeah, another busy weekend in HPU Sports. A lot of fun, but uh, o- overall, I want to touch on homecoming, right? Biola, HPU, the men's basketball game continuing. A phenomenal year overall for HPU, and just what has been a fun year in HPU athletics. We have another really awesome crew with us here today with the men's and women's golf program here. So, a lot of fun. Can't wait to talk to them. But, you're right. A lot of fun this past weekend as well. HPU taken down Biola 79-70. And then, obviously, Homecoming has so many fun faces, so many teams, familiar faces, I should say, Yeah, uh, back in the Shark Tank. Oh, for sure. And we'll talk a little Homecoming here as the show uh, wraps up later. And, uh, and we would be remiss if we didn't talk a little Super Bowl later as well, coming out of uh, Sunday's game. But uh, let's turn our attention to golf, the sport of the day, and the reason that we are here this morning. Um, so uh, we have we have a special treat. We've got um, we've got both the men's and women's teams represented here. Um, so it's exciting. We're going to talk a little bit about how HPU uh, uh, has been developing its program and some of the successes of the program. But let me uh, introduce our special guest today. Um, first, uh, the head coach of both the men's and women's team, um, an HPU. HPU uh, head coach since 2019, um, returning uh, to the show again, uh, Coach Ed uh, Kajiyama. Ed, how are you? It's good oh, to see you again. Doing great. It's good to have you back. Thanks for in. having us. We're always happy to have the golf teams in and um, and learn a little bit about what you guys are up to this season. And we've got three student athletes with us today. Um, we've got um, sophomore uh, Grant uh, Grant Garrison, hailing from Lake Taps, Washington. Grant, good to have you with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and also, let's see, we've got um, Shion Suzuki uh, from uh, Narima, Tokyo, a freshman. Yeah, thank you for having us. Good to have you as well. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, about, where, about your hometown in a little bit here. We'll learn a little bit more about you. And representing the women's team, um, hailing from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, we've got uh, sophomore Clarissa Burhan. Good to see you. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're glad to have you. Welcome, everybody. Um, so, hey, let's 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 jump right into golf. So, um, so Ed. 
golf is pretty much a year-round sport in Hawaii. Um, one of the one of the wonderful things about living here is the weather's always beautiful. The teams can play all year round and practice, so it's kind of a, a mecca for for year-round outdoor sports. But um, you know, looking through the schedule, uh, I saw that you know back in the fall semester, um, like back in August, you took the teams on a trip to Japan. Yeah, we did. We got an invite to come play a tournament, a collegiate tournament up there, and uh, it was a great experience. Um, it was a lot of work to to get everybody there, and we had the luxury of taking everybody on the team, not just the scoring five. And so, uh, thanks to you know Debbie and and the administration and allowing us to go to provide such a exceptional student student athlete experience. Now, was that the first time the team has gone, or is this an annual? It's uh, the first tournament? time that I would know of that. HPU has gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that something that you that hopefully will be an annual event? Is that an annual tournament that would be a, a good sort of marker for the team to get bonding? I mean, it's got to be nice because it's so early in the semester to get everybody together to build that chemistry and really get everybody kind of leveled and. Yeah, it's 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 it it is fun because it is it, it is a great bonding experience for everybody. Um, the freshmen came in with like maybe two, three days of school, and boom, we're in Japan. Yeah, and so that was really great for them. Um, it is a little hard, but because it is early in the season, we we didn't have a lot of time together to practice, and so we're going to a tournament a little cold, uh, with a lot of things going on in their lives, and and so it is. You know, we had low expectations coming in, just have a really great experience, compete as best as we can. And you know, have enjoy the just overall experience of being in Japan, playing college golf in Japan, and the equivalent uh, of the field strength was this was equivalent to like a D1 top D1 program here in the U.S. Players from all over the, the world, or was it uh, predominantly Japan and, and U.S. teams? Predominantly Japan, uh, Korea, Japan, uh, Korea, uh, China, Thailand, uh, San Jose State men's, uh, Western Carolina women's. We're also there. Okay. And then us. Nice. What a great opportunity. And um, you know, from the player's point of view, I mean, that must have been a, an incredible way to start the school year and to start the season. And, um, you know, Grant, what was your experience like? Yeah, for me, it was my first time going to Japan. So that was a really awesome experience. And the culture there is amazing. Uh, the golf side, I didn't play the best, but <laughs> it was a really fun experience, and I learned a lot from it. So, nice. and those players are fantastic out there. So, yeah, it's got to raise the bar for for everybody. Um, you know, Clarissa, did you have any any special memories from that experience? But uh, tell us about what it was like for you. Uh, yeah, so that was also like my first time going to Japan, um, and it was really just an amazing experience um i think my favorite part was the food um just because i love food in general but japanese food specifically is like my favorite so being able to go there and like try all different types of um sushi and stuff um was really um great um i also didn't play that well and got that <laughs> I didn't play that well in the tournament, but it was really interesting to see like the way they play golf there and how respectful they are to the course and to the other players. So that was really um, cool to see. Yeah. Well, do you think did you attribute the sort of slow start, you know, for you guys to just you know the, the magnitude of the place that you were in and the experience, or just you know it's early in the season, it's August, you're just getting rolling. Yeah. So it was just kind of um, I think it was a bit a lot of changes happening in that month. Um, like we were just moving back to Hawaii for the new semester to start and then basically uh, like going to Japan right away. So I think it was just um, a lot of getting used to um, new things. Um, so that's, I think, what 
why we kind of struggle a little bit, but overall, it was really yeah. great. Yeah, we'll get the kinks worked out early in the season. So, Shion, that was uh, you headed back home. So you're from uh, Narima, uh, Tokyo. Yep. Is that so? That's outside of Tokyo. That's inside Tokyo. Inside yeah. of Tokyo. Inside okay. Tokyo. Okay. So, so how did it feel to to you know come back to a place that uh, you're familiar with and and be uh, in a more comfortable zone? I imagine for you. Yeah, it was great going back home playing golf there. And yeah, I got to see some of my friends that I competed in high school in that tournament. So it was a good experience for me. And yeah, I got to go back to Tokyo also. And my mom and grandma always uh, came to watch me play too. So that was great. Very nice. Um, So uh, have have your family been able to come out to Hawaii since you got out here? No, they haven't. So it was like first time in like two years that they got to watch me play. So it was good. Wow. Well, that's got to be nice, um, but I imagine uh, hopefully some family will come out and visit. I mean, everybody wants to come out to Hawaii, right? Um, so that was a great way to start the the, the year. Um, and you know, you sort of you have matches early in the in the year in the fall semester, and then there's a bit of a hiatus, um, and then you move into uh, sort of a second season, or is it a continuation? How does the the season collegiate golf lay out here in Hawaii when you are able to play in the fall and spring? So there's 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 a non championship segment which is the fall and then the championship segment which is the spring and it's championship because that's when we have conference and postseason play okay and so they both seasons do matter it matters in your rankings and your points that you're getting and so it it does matter but they call they distinguish the both by non-championship and championship championship seasons you know is that unique to because of where we live that i imagine a lot of other programs around the country that have winter <laughs> aren't able to that's college golf that's okay. how college golf is okay so yeah. college in general okay um so how, how how does how does the team bond and how do men's and women's teams you know sort of go about their seasons do you guys commingle a lot is it a, a matter of building collaborative chemistry between both the men's and women's teams or are you guys kind of separate um, but tell us a bit about what that's like well yeah i think we have good chemistry between the guys and the girls we see each other in practice almost every day and yeah i think we have great chemistry what's practice like for you do you are you uh are you playing you know around every day is it but give us a sense of what a collegiate golf athlete schedule is like um so right now we're practicing mainly at prince um golf club in uh, eva um but we used to practice at pearl but it's currently um closed for renovations um but when we were at Pearl, uh, we like to play almost every day. Um, I think that's um, what our coach likes having us do. Um, and at Prince, we still get to play, and then we also get to play Royal Hawaiian. Um, and then we just do a lot of short game and range work at Prince. Too. Okay. And, and Ed, from a coaching standpoint, um, are you sort of bound to play predominantly at one course, or are you able to spread it around and take them to different places? And is that an important part of the regiment? It's it basically comes down to economics. Okay. And so if they're at the course that I'm at, then it's very very friendly pricing. Uh, but if we go to another course, it's just whatever they charge. Um, some some will give us discounts, some may not. Uh, and so we you know that's why we have to kind of maybe spread it around while we're not at Pearl. But ideally, I'd rather them be at Pearl one. It's uh, they have full access to the golf course, the driving greens, the putty, chipping greens, putting greens. Um, and so well, they can go play anytime they want. Okay. When they're as long as there's open tee time, they can go play. And so the access to them for the golf course is, you know, just phenomenal. So in a given week, you know, how many rounds would you say you're playing on average? 
I mean, is it literally one a day, full 18 holes, or uh, or is it not a full, you know, full round, and then you're doing a lot of chipping and putting practice? And Yeah, I'd say we practice every day, at least most of us on our own time, but playing, we only can go out three times a week right now. Under official sort of practice yeah, structure. Yeah, okay, yeah. got but it. But then the weekends, we can go pay and play somewhere else, too, so... Okay. Do you ever get, you know, just tired? I mean, do you <laughs> just, you know, I can't swing anymore. I need a break. Not really. It's a I lot mean, of golf. I mean, I love the game, so I love playing. So for me, it doesn't get tiring out there. It's always fun. Always a new experience. And so. that's the key is like, you know, doing something that you love, that you're passionate about. And I imagine, you know, everybody on the team must share that passion to commit so much of your life and your collegiate experience um, to a sport. It's a huge commitment for student athletes. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Um, D2 programs, um, there's an academic balance, of course. It's not all about the program like in some D1s. But, um, but boy, it's a huge commitment. Uh, and, you know, keeping your academics going is, is a challenge, too. All right. Hey, we are going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and I want to learn a little bit about um, your your academic and career goals. So uh, um, you are listening to Sharks Weekly. We are broadcasting live from the HPU Esports Arena here at Aloha Tower Marketplace. I'm your host Jeff Rich and we will be right back. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we're back live talking men's and women's golf here at Hawaii Pacific University. So, uh, so Clarissa, we were talking at the break um, about the amazing success um, that the women's team had last year, ranked number nine nationally um, in D2 women's golf. That's an accomplishment, um, and it's a high bar. Uh, that was said last year. You know, what's the feeling this year? And you know, are you are you guys you know gunning to improve that? And and uh, you know, what's the team sort of chemistry and morale feeling like? Uh, yeah, we definitely feel motivated this um, semester because it's our championship season. So we want to do well. So I think um, having a good season last season was really good for us because it shows that like we're able to um, put ourselves up there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this season and seeing um, what we can accomplish and I think it'll be good. Well, definitely a, um, a high bar to set, but you know, the we were talking at the break too about the high bar, not just um, from the athletic side of things and the success that the women's team and the men's team have had, but the academic success that the collective team have had. And um, I understand that, um, that last year the women's um, average G GPA was the highest among any women's sports program at HBU, um, and that is quite an accomplishment. So, and, and again, a high bar. And I think the men finished with the highest GPA, collective average GPA, um, among uh, the men's golf team historically as well. So you've got a team of academic performers and athletic performers, um, and that's got to create strong sense of comfort and confidence in your ability to go out there and perform in the classroom and, and outside. But, you know, I want to ask each of you, um, you know, we'll start, um, you know, Sean, with you, what what brought you to HPU? Um, first of all, you know, how did the university get on your radar? Uh, had you had connections here? Uh, but tell us a little bit about your journey here. So I talked to Coach Ed out of high school, but then I decided to go somewhere else first. And Where was I, that? That was California, Cal Poly. Okay. But then I texted Coach back after my first year. I wanted to come back HPU. And thankfully, he was able to bring me back. So I was happy to be here. Well, yeah. we are glad that you made that decision. Yeah. Um, 
you know, when you thought California, Hawaii, I mean, what was on your mind coming from, from Japan? What, uh, what yeah. was, you know, was there, was there a goal in terms of a lifestyle or a program um, or an academic profile of a university that you were looking for? Well, first of all, I wanted to play golf all year, so I didn't want to go to a place that was really cold. Yeah. And that was like one of the important decisions. But both programs had a good golf team, and I wanted to play at a high level, so... Yes. So that was what did it. Yeah. So, and all right, so um, you are, uh, let's see, um, you're a freshman coming in. So first year, um, have you declared your major and, you know, what you're, what you're going to focus on academically? This is actually my second year here. Second year, okay. Yeah. And I'm a communications major. Communications. So, um, so you're studying communications. Do you have a thought of, you know, what you want to do when you graduate? Not yet. I want to go pro in golf okay so you're going to focus and yeah. max out the opportunity within yeah. the sport yeah so that's a, a primary focus for you um do you do you feel like um you know as you as you think about how to pursue that obviously your collegiate experience is a great table setter um what's next though when you go will you go into uh, amateur ranks try and get onto the pro tour but what do you see as the pathway well first of all i want to help this team win i want to play well here i want to win here and then after I graduate here, I'll think about turning pro either back in Japan or trying to go pro here. But, okay. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, well, I am absolutely confident that you are going to achieve your goals. Um, so it's good to have them set and to be uh, pretty adamant about where you want to go and what you want to do. You know, Clarissa, I'll ask you the same question. You come from um, uh, Reno, or excuse me, um, Las Vegas, Nevada. So, uh, you know, you're not uh, not unaccustomed to warm, beautiful weather, although it gets cold in Vegas. I flew through yeah. there just the other day and it was freezing. Yeah. Uh, but was that a goal of yours as well? You know, year round access and, and uh, beautiful weather? Um, well, um, coming to HPU was, um, it was like kind of like my only option for playing golf in college okay. otherwise I would have stayed home in Vegas um, but I'm really glad that I did um, but basically I have like family here and my parents actually went to HPU um, when they lived so here too. So you are a legacy uh, yeah, basically yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought it was it was just like a really good opportunity to play golf because um, when I graduated high school I don't think my um, golf level was like where it should have been compared to like other um, recruits so I'm just grateful that I got to come to Hawaii and then thankfully I learned a lot from coach Ed and then um, I got a lot better here so yeah so you feel like you've got that that confidence and your game is really starting to click yeah yeah definitely I feel like um, uh, like this past year I've played like some of the best golf I, I, I've ever like played so um, I'm really confident for this season and look forward to see where do you feel the strength of your game is is it um, off the tee is it the short game but what do you, where do you feel really confident when you're out there um, I think right now I think my mental is just a lot better than where it was like three years ago uh, so I think that is what really has helped me has helped me um, play good golf um, recently so um, I don't I try not to focus too much on the mechanical stuff um, and just try to like play golf um, as much as I can and not focus on, you know, what my body's doing and everything. Yeah. So, um, and, and so what's your major? What are you, what are you studying academically? And, uh, you know, what are you thinking about doing when you, when you move on? Are you also thinking, you know, pro golf and pursuing the sport as far as you can take it? Or are you thinking about a career pathway? Um, so I'm majoring in electrical engineering, so I think I'll focus on that after graduation. Um, right now, I'm, I'm still pretty open to 
um, what I want to do. Uh, ideally, I'd like to stay in Hawaii. I really like living here, so um, that would be great. And yeah, so I'm just like still looking into a bunch of different opportunities and we'll see what happens. Well, it's good that, you know, you've got uh, the, the horizon of opportunity ahead of you and um, you've got a good sense of what you're interested and excited about. So that'll provide a good pathway for you. Um, Grant, so uh, you are I think, a sophomore this year or junior? Junior. junior. Okay. Um, so you're from Lake Taps, Washington. Where is that exactly? It's like an hour south of Seattle. Okay. It's about 30 minutes from Tacoma. So you've so. had your, your fill of, of gray skies and rain, I imagine. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, was the weather a draw for you here? Yeah, I wanted to go somewhere where I could golf year-round, ideally. So, yeah, how, and, for sure. And how did HPU get on your radar? What brought you here, and, um, and how's your experience been? Yeah, my friend's mom actually works in admissions here. So that first had me looking into the school. Okay. And then... I applied and got accepted in here. And then I wasn't a very good golfer in high school. Like, not as good as I am now, obviously. But um, so I wasn't for sure going to golf in college, like on a team. But I decided I was going to go to school here. So I reached out to Coach Ed and I said, can I walk onto the team? Like, would I be able to try out or something? He said, yes. And then here we are now. Wow. So. Well, one, you know, thing that each of you have said is you feel like your game has improved, you know, immensely since you got here. And, you know, we'll give that as a, a testament to amazing coaching um, yes. and, and, uh, and, and just having, you know, the right mental attitude, which is not just about coaching, but the chemistry and the bonding and the, um, the, the camaraderie that I imagine you feel with your teammates. Um, Grant, what's your major? What are you, what are you studying right now? My major is computer science. Okay, so are you thinking about, you know, post-college? Are you thinking golf? Are you thinking career pathways? What's on your mind? I'm just kind of going with the flow right now. We'll see if golf keeps improving at the rate it is, then I'll probably stay with golf. And okay. if not, I'll do something with my degree. So. And what about your uh, Hawaii experience? Do you find this to be a tough place to leave and thinking about staying? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. I've... My girlfriend goes to Gonzaga, so we'll kind of probably talk about what we're going to do in the future and stuff. So, Gonzaga, yeah. boy. Well, that's an interesting school, um, just with the success they've obviously had with their basketball program. And, uh, you know, small schools that otherwise wouldn't be on the radar, you know, whether it's Gonzaga with basketball or Quinnipiac with ice hockey, um, HPU with signature sports like golf, um, launching a beach volleyball team here that will be, I think, imagine a signature for us as well, given the geography that we live in. Um, but that's fantastic. So you've got, um, you've got a pathway of opportunity ahead of you, and you're still evaluating options and passions, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Um, you know, Coach, how do you how do you go about, you know, making sure that the team does have the, the proper balance of academic focuses and, and also, you know, teaching those sort of life experiences that make not just a great student athlete, but a well-rounded person who has success in life beyond their college sports? Well, in, in recruiting, we always we are, we're always looking for the whole person. Um just because they're a good golfer or they have really good score doesn't doesn't mean they'll be successful or the team will be successful and so we're always looking for fit and uh and they have to you know fit they have to have all these check marks that they have to be able to get to and um we you know one of the last things that we will probably really look at is just their overall scores that they post that may be the least important part of what we look for uh we know we're pretty confident that we bring in kids with uh, good GPAs, played decent golf, uh, just really good people. 
that we'll be pretty successful at whatever we want to do. And we're, pro- we're really confident, like they're saying, it's just like we, we will probably lower the scores by five strokes once they get here. And so they just have to have the aptitude to be able to do that. A lot of the recruits that we talk to, if they start leading off a recruit email with, this is how big I am, this is how fast I swing, this is how far I hit the ball, that's probably not a good fit uh, for our program. Uh, so we're always looking for, you know, this is my, this is what, who I am. This is what I do. This is what I enjoy. This is my family life. This is my, my GPA, the school I go to. This is what I want to do in life. And, you know, if, if that's the way that they approach things that we know that they'll, they'll probably be fairly successful in our program. So you're looking for, for team fit and the right attitude coming in about team collaborative chemistry and not just sort of superstars that want to come in. And yeah, we don't have a ton of, you know, we, we don't have this, you know, USC kind of budget for athletic scholarships. Yeah. And so we have to find people that are really, that want to be here. They'll be a good fit, want to be here, enjoy it. And they're not here because of money. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that if we can't find those right people, we'll, and with, with that, they'll have success in the classroom, on the golf course, with their teammates, and if you if you if they, you add all that up, we'll be successful. Yeah, that's a great philosophy, and certainly um, the fundamental base of a good program and bringing in you know just amazing talent with the right attitude and the desire to really be a part of something bigger than themselves. So fantastic and great job. Um, all right, hey, we are going to take another quick commercial break. Um, you are listening to Sharks Weekly. I am your host Jeff Rich, and we will be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we are back. Um, and as the uh, uh, intro announcement just said, you are listening to us live here. Um, it's Sharks Weekly. You can catch us on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, broadcasting from 95.1 FM and uh, AM 760. And don't forget, you can catch all of these Sharks Weekly broadcasts um, on YouTube and actually see what happens here in the studio. So we will post uh, the uh, the live stream broadcast uh, here in a, in a day or two, and you can kind of catch all the fun happening in studio. Um, you know, before we move on, I just want to um, just give a shout out and a, and a big thanks to our, our amazing sponsors. Um, Sharks Weekly is... Uh, Brought to you by um, Physiotherapy. Uh, our physical therapists have all been competitive athletes and know what it takes to get you back doing what you love fast. We are also sponsored by IEA Bowl, Hawaii's only hyper bowling center. IEA Bowl, the new experience in entertainment. So many thanks to our amazing sponsors. So let's get back to um, the golf team. And, and okay, you know, when you guys are, are, uh, are not, um, you know, out there swinging, um, you know, what? tell us about the experience um, when you're not, you know, practicing or playing in a tournament. Um, you know, do the men's and women's teams come together a lot? Do you guys do activities or are the teams broken apart? You know, what do you like to do? But give us a little taste of this sort of um, social life, uh, you know, and, and recreational aspects of collegiate sports. You know, Grant, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, uh, we hang out a lot with the other team. And uh, during the fall after our season ended, we actually went bowling at Iaea Bowl. Iaea Bowl, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> was anybody um, an outstanding bowler that uh, you want to, or was it kind of? It was know? pretty close. I I think I got a one fifty the second game, which was. I'd say that's my more than best. respectable. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah most of us got around 100 which is decent for <laughs> some golfers so i would say um was that an impromptu activity or did you guys uh you know do you plan and, and coordinate something yeah like we that? just kind of coordinated with the other team so. okay yeah. coach do you do you encourage them to kind of go off and organize or um you know leave that to the teams to kind of figure that pathway out yeah, we're we're limited to what we can do, you know, in the week uh, from an organized standpoint. So yeah, we we encourage them to go plan whatever they want to do on their own and you know have a good time, enjoy Hawaii. Yeah, absolutely. How can you not? Um, you know, every every uh, athletics program we have come in, it seems like the teams are sort of laden with surfers. Any any surfers on the golf team, or is that a separate sort of thing when it comes to the golf mentality? None of us here are surfers but a couple of us occasionally go out but not huge surfers okay you, yeah. i imagine you probably appreciate that coach <laughs> I, yeah it, less the less in danger they are the better during the season yep and respect the power of the water is what i always say yeah. um so what else what else um creates you know all right so the men's team um you guys you do some probably collaborative bonding as you were just saying but you know what did the men's team kind of you know go off and do do you guys work uh, or sort of um, find recreational things just within the men's team? Um, and then also I'll ask the same question of the women's team, Clarissa. Uh, we do some like team workout stuff. So that'll be just the men's team together. Okay. The women's do their workouts as well, but not not with us at the same time. Okay, but not like, you know, organize, you know, beach trips or, um, we, or other than the, you know, IA Bowl was, was one you called out a Yeah, we ago. went to the beach and played some football one day and stuff. Okay. Yeah. imagine you're not too happy about that. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, football can, can get you quick. Um, Clarissa, what about the, the women's team? Tell us a bit about the bonding experience and, um, you know, how do you guys go about creating that team chemistry? Uh, yeah, so I, I feel like... Um, not a lot of us go out to the beach and stuff here in Hawaii just because we already spend so much time in the sun playing golf like every day. Um, but um, sometimes we um, go to Alamana maybe before workouts or something or after. And um, I think a lot of our team bonding with the women's team is when we travel. Um, we like to still enjoy our tournament trips even though they're you know meant for golf. Um, outside of golf when we finish we we'd like to go eat good food because we all like food and then maybe we'll spend an hour or two at the mall and um, so that's fun and then we always um, you know check in on each other talk so so you feel a lot of support um, yeah. from your teammates so that's yeah, important um, and I imagine and being so far away that's critical um, because you know we are we're, we're I think the most remote place on the planet 2,500 miles away yeah. from just about anywhere so having that feeling of support I imagine is really important to everybody that comes out here um, especially you know as a as a, a early stage underclassmen. Um, so we were also, you know, we were talking at the break with Paul about, um, Paul plays bumper music, um, and he kind of aligns it with the sport that, you know, we have in studio that day, and um, so we were kind of asking, you know, what, what do golfers like to, to do, to, or, you know, is it a certain genre of music? I imagine it's different for everybody, but is there a common sort of approach for getting mentally prepared um, for golf, where you want more sort of a meditative sort of experience before you head into a match or is it more you know get me something that's going to pump me up and get me rolling here but tell me a little bit you know Clarissa you start what gets you prepared and how do you sort of get yourself ready to go 
Uh, this is a little random, but I like to listen to K-pop before a tournament. <laughs> I think it, it makes me really happy and excited, so I like to listen to that. And then um, this one tournament, we were in um, Sonoma, and uh, I had control of the Ox, and I played K-pop at like 6 a.m. And uh, <laughs> that turned out to be one of our um, best tournament results. So I think... I think K-pop is the answer to playing good golf. There you go, and you guys will become more like like the rituals of baseball, where when you figure out something that you know, uh, you know, a, a thing that brings success, you do it all the time, right? Yeah. Xian, what about you? What's your um, your way to psych up and get ready to go? And and what type of music do you like to listen to? Well, before I came to HPU, I like to listen to like hype music, Japanese hype music. What is that? It's like Japanese rock. Okay. Yeah. So they call so hype would be synonymous with rock in Japan. Yeah. But is it American rock or are there Japanese, you know, rock hype hype bands that I like the Japanese hype bands and I used to listen to them all the time, like girls rock bands, boys rock bands. Okay. But since coming here I know coach doesn't want us listening to like high music before tournaments and stuff. Now, why is that? Is it just <laughs> the energy level gets too high? <laughs> so, so when we before we before we go play, it's just like you know I want to we want to be able to talk and you know stuff. And so, if they're all wearing headphones, then it's just like uh, okay. they, you know, they I have to repeat myself how many different times. But one of the main thing though is that I I want them to be present. I want them to feel the wind that you know feel the ground under their feet and you know and just be just be you know really present to the environment and where they're at and so when they put headphones on and they kind of you know, put on loud music they kind of disconnect and disengage with the present um and so that's where i just i think there's that disconnect and so then they have to they have to kind of then settle back in when they start to go play yeah and so um you know i want them to hear the birds chirping and you know the sounds of what's going on and where they're at and and all that kind of stuff and so just i really want them just to be present before we start yeah living in the moment um and it sounds like a great way to ground yourself and just get mentally prepared you know grant so with that in mind um you know are there other you know mental tricks and things that you you try and do to get yourself ready to go um i just yeah i just try to kind of like just ground myself feel like i'm really just comfortable with the environment around me and just really comfortable with myself on that day if it's a tournament so okay yeah. is anybody into meditation here no no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> well something to think about too i know you know sports um you know try different things i know uh, i just i remember a story of um san francisco 49ers when uh i think it was head coach bill walsh um, had the team um do ballet practice as a part of their routine just to get them into a more refined state of mind so finding those ways to sort of you know break those mental barriers i imagine is an important part of coaching and um and it sounds like you've got your your rhythm down and really getting the players in touch with their surroundings and feeling you know that 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 impact of the moment um yeah, and, and everyone's individual, and so everyone has a little different different ways of doing it. And so it's just, you know, from a coaching aspect, it's trying to, trying to figure out which, how one person likes it and how the other person will like it. And yep. trying, to, trying to custom sort of like how we do things to each one, but yet be one train of thought. Yeah. Well, there you go, Paul. I, I don't think I made your job any easier next time we've got the golf teams on. Um, in terms, of, Although, you know, we can do the hype, right? That, I got, know, her, she, I, uh, that's it. I got that's enough information from that, I think. <laughs> Are you a golfer? Paul, do you like to hit the links? I, I'm 
I tried to golf. I got into it a little bit later in life uh, with my dad. I find it to be a really good bonding experience, kind of like you guys were talking about before. You spend so much time on the course, you're able to kind of learn a lot about each other and and dig in. So I've started now later on after uh, I was done with high school and then throughout college, I started to golf more with my buddies. But I'm always happy to hear any tips because uh, my lefty slice is certainly something that uh, puts a couple extra strokes on my final match score. Wow. Well, golf is an amazing game. And, and Ed, I think I remember telling you this story last time, uh, last year when we had you on. But, um, you know, when I play, uh, I, I played over the years with my dad, who now is 87 and, and, and can't play. But, you know, into his 70s and even early 80s, we would go out and play. And, you know, that, that I just, God love him. He, he would take out a three iron off the tee and just hit it, you know, 120, 130 yards straight down the middle. Next one, you know, three iron from the fairway, another 150 yards, and then, you know, the short game. And, you know, I could hit it, you know, 250 off the tee, um, which isn't huge, but not bad, but never any control. And, you know, it just goes to show the just the ability to place the ball. It's not always the long game that gets you. It's just the consistency and staying in play, at least for golfers that aren't playing competitively, it makes the sport fun. And you're not, you know shanking it in the woods and, and looking for that right. ball all the time. Um, so that's interesting. So, all right, we hey, we are going to take our last commercial break here, um, and then we're going to come back. Uh, we'll talk a little more golf, and I'm interested to see, uh, you know, how folks did with the Super Bowl last Sunday as well. So um, you are listening to Sharks Weekly. I'm your host, Jeff Rich. We will be right back. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we're back for the uh, the last segment of Sharks Weekly here on this beautiful Thursday in the amazing state of Hawaii. Uh, thank my lucky stars. I'm here every day. I'm imagine you guys do as well. So, um, hey, as we talked about in the opening segment, um, it was a big week in sports, both here at HPU and nationally, um, with the Super Bowl happening this last Sunday. Um, But I want to talk a little bit more about homecoming um, Saturday. Paul, uh, you gave a great shout out to uh, the men's and women's teams. The men's team had a really strong performance um, and held off a late charge uh, and hit their free throws at the end, like so often happens in basketball, where it becomes a free throw shooting contest. Uh, But it was a great turnout at the Shark Tank for HPU's um, homecoming event. Um, did you guys have a chance to go, or were you uh, we off were, doing other We were things? all traveling. Okay. Yeah. Where were you? Where, uh, where were we off to? So we were, the women were coming back from L.A., from a tournament in L.A., and then the men were, we were going up to um, San Diego. You know, does, does the travel um, become difficult for you, you know, even to a place, you know, closest, one of the closest places like L.A.? But I imagine um, that it can be a little draining. And, you know, is it an advantage for you when other teams travel here and have to come such a long distance? And then also when they get here, I imagine, you know, a lot of folks are overwhelmed with um, the beauty of this place and just, you know, what an amazing place it is to be. But where does the advantage live for, for you know, for, for you when teams come in? And, and how do you feel when you have to travel so far to play? Grant. Um, I feel like at first it's kind of hard because we fly there and the time changed, so we got to go to bed really early. But I mean, over time, you just get used to the experience and it's just a routine at this point. Yeah. So I don't think it's a disadvantage anymore. And then coming here, yeah, the teams, they've got so much more to do with Hawaii, being in Hawaii. Yeah. So 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great that you guys were, were off and got a chance to go to the mainland. Um, and, and sorry that you missed such an amazing Saturday for HPU Sports. Um, yeah, it was not just the men's and women's teams in action, but um, HPU had its first ever beach volleyball game out at Queens Beach in Waikiki Saturday morning. Um, so another great signature sport to add here to the HPU arsenal of uh, collegiate sports. Um, did you have a chance to watch the Super Bowl Sunday? Anybody a football fan? I think most of the guys on our team love watching football, and they, I think they had a fun time watching. Was there a, a you know, a, a, did the majority of the team, you know, root for the Niners or the Chiefs, or did, was it kind of a mixed bag? I think it was pretty much the Niners. I'm not really, I'm not sure about football as much as probably Grant, so <laughs> I'll hand it over to Grant. But. Yeah, I mean, I was just rooting for a good game. I know. You with, got that, boy. With Taylor Swift, a lot of people are either on one side or the other, but I'm a Seahawks fan, so I don't like the Niners that much, but also I was kind of rooting for them because, I don't know, I I thought they kind of deserved a win, but West Coast it was a teams. great game. Yeah, I think people are a yeah. little sick of the Chiefs, too, being yeah, so dominant. Yeah, they've been so good the last five, six years. So Yeah, you yeah. know, football is uh, uh, an interesting sport, too. And over the years, as I've watched, you know, kind of you know the NFL playoffs and who goes to the Super Bowl, experience in football, I think, counts. And you see so often a team um, that's won the Super Bowl or had great success over a long period, uh, even if they didn't have the strongest regular season, you know, when it comes time for the playoffs, they know how to turn it on and they have that experience and know how to win. And man, did I think we, you know, we saw that with, uh, with Patrick Mahomes and what the Chiefs did on Sunday um, against what I think was a better team. Um, but it was a great game and, uh, and, and just something to learn from. Um, you know, I, I as I mentioned often here, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so I have a, a tortured relationship with Super Bowls. Um, four four losses in four straight years, and uh, you know, hopefully that's a record that um, that no, no team has to endure ever again. Uh, Paul, what about you? Did you, did you uh, get a chance to see the big game? Did you did you lose money? Did you win money? What what happened? I, I thankfully did not lose any money. That is always uh, a positive. I did get a chance to take in the big game. Had a nice spread put out there. Uh, passed out nice and early from the food coma. <laughs> um, actually, that's a that's a good question, especially because I know the golf team. You guys mentioned how you like food. What what? What's the best part of a Super Bowl spread? What is what needs to be part of a, a good party day spread? Uh, especially since you've come to Hawaii, have you added anything on that you like for food that you need for a good time? A party? Other than sushi and, and poke, I imagine, Clarissa, which you've <laughs> said. Shion, yeah, tell us what, what, you, what, what makes for a good Super Bowl spread for you. For me, it was actually like one of my first times watching football, so I don't really know, but probably here if i'm watching football poke has to be there okay yeah that's always a good call i would say poke too okay you get yeah. your your sushi and your your in your poke and you're yeah, set to go that sounds perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then for think, me Greg? probably some traditional cheeseburgers hot dogs you know the <laughs> always a good call <laughs> have the old school you know yeah <laughs> coach what about you what what's got to be on the table for super bowl sunday uh, cold beverages, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a must. That's um, yes. But just yeah, just yes, a lot of you know a lot of finger foods. I think you know that's my favorite kind of stuff. And it's just this a, a wide variety of, of yep. foods is good. And just being around the people, 
you know that to to enjoy the game together is is what I enjoy. That's it is it's the opportunity to experience something with friends and family. And for me, it's buffalo chicken wings. Um, you know, it's got to be coming from Buffalo. And you know, I say this often, but I grew up in Buffalo. You know, you grew up on chicken wings. So um, and back in the eighties when I was in high school and, and you know coming of age, man, you would order like a bucket of fifty wings in there. Like people would order a pizza and you know, you'd knock them off in, in one night. So when I went to college and you know kind of got out of my my zone into other parts of the country. I thought every place in the country had chicken wings. You know, so I, you know, I remember going down south and ordering chicken wings, and I got some Dixie fried chicken, and they had no idea what I was talking about. Um, and of course, now chicken wings are ubiquitous everywhere, and, and one of the premier um, Super Bowl foods I think out there. Yep. So that's that's what's got to be on the table for me. You mentioned it was your first time watching the Super Bowl. Is there any sport that you try and? help the the team get into as well or one of the first times you were watching football is there anything you try and uh push on that you like to the rest of the team uh kind of similar to that experience i like watching basketball a lot and i think most of the team already does too but I tried to make them Knicks fans, but it, that's my guy. That's my guy. Anybody, anybody who knows me, uh, Paul Brecht here at HSR, and I'm a big time Knicks fan. So that's my guy right there. Got to be the Knicks. What What is the signature sport in Japan uh, professionally? I would say probably baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Boy, Japan sends a lot of talent over here to the major leagues. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, soccer. Is soccer big in Japan. Is that a growing sport? Like yeah, it is soccer. here. Soccer is pretty big in Japan. They're climbing up the FIFA rankings too, so it's getting more hype in Japan also. Yeah. Nice. And you know, your your um, your experience as what would be equivalent to a high school student here, did you did you have other sports that you played um, or were interested in or has it always been golf for you? I played many sports growing up. I played soccer. I played I ran. I was doing track and field also. But after high school it was mostly golf. Okay. And, um, you know, Clarissa and and, uh, Grant, did you guys have other sports that you were passionate about? Or did you know early that golf was the sport that you wanted to focus your energy on? Uh, Yeah. So I started playing golf when I got to high school. And then before that, I played a lot of basketball. Um, So that's a sport I really like still playing um, for fun. Um, But, yeah, now I just mainly focus on golf. Golf. And Grant, how about you? Yeah, it was mostly baseball growing up. And then about high school, I switched to golf and then stopped playing baseball halfway through high school and just focused on golf at that point. So golf. Well, golf, you know, as they as they tell you, you know, I remember hearing this from my parents, you know, the sports you want to really play and get good at when you're young are golf and tennis because they're sports that you can kind of stick with through life. And I wish I had listened to more of that experience. I'd be a better golfer. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but hey, so uh, I, we really appreciate you guys coming in studio this morning um, and, uh, and and wish you success as you move through the spring semester and beyond um, and uh, you know and, and keep that attitude it sounds like you've got just a great base foundation of coaching coming from Ed and, uh, and the right approach to getting prepared for games and, and building that collaborative team spirit and those are the things that not just create success in terms of your outcomes on, uh, on the court or the links or the, the field whatever it might be but really prepare you to be successful in anything that you do so then I think that just again a testament to fantastic coaching and the building of a really solid program here so um, so I want to say thanks formally um, we are going to wrap it up here on this beautiful Thursday and uh, catch us next Thursday here on Sharks Weekly I'm your host Jeff Rich um, have a wonderful rest of the week and we'll catch you next week